0: It's the Greek Soccer Show, Pantelis here, back for another week of my shenanigans. Remember that this podcast is brought to you by the great people over at MyBookie, MyBookie.ag promo code Pantelis. If you use the link in the description, it'll already populate that information for you. They're going to match your initial deposit up to one thousand dollars, and also if you're going to bet with anyone, they're with MyBookie. That's where you play. You know, you bet, you win, and then you get paid. What a weekend! So there's a lot to talk about over the weekend. I wanted to wait an extra day before I drop this to see if there's going to be any drama at the trade deadline, the transfer deadline, as it were in Europe. Uh, nothing big happened though, over the transfer deadline. I mean, the big news changes in the league over the weekend and over the past week, I guess, has just been that Costeno uh, is now the official coach manager of Ajax Athens. They couldn't make it work with anyone else that they wanted to get, so they got Costeno which is fine. He's uh, clearly doing a good job with the team. Sosic, last minute, left, transferred to Romania. He's going to go play for Craiova because, like I said, they weren't using him. So he figured he'll take his talents elsewhere. And Aris has Aguilus Calisteas as their new technical director, which is pretty exciting news. All right, now that that's out of the way, we've got to talk about the league. The league is shaping up to be an exciting one this season. I'll tell you why I like it when these teams that normally wouldn't be stringing together back-to-back victories or doing it. So, like, I like seeing La Mia play hard. They had a 2-2. We'll go over the scores first. We'll get the scores out of the way. So, Larissa lost to Olibeko, 1-0. La Mia at 2-2. That was a very exciting game, and it also had probably a contender for goal of the season already. Uh, I beat uh, Astera Tripoli 3-2. We had Pauk beating Panonio 2-1. Volos with another victory. 1-0 over Aris. Panathinaikos lost to Ofi 3 1. Pretty ridiculous score. We'll talk about that as well. And Xanti continued their winning ways over Panathinaikos 2 1. So we could start with Panathinaikos, I guess. Talk about the fact that they fell three. It was the worst game I've seen this young Pao team play in a very, very uh, long time. I haven't seen him this disorganized, disoriented. It was very odd. And Donis, I'm not saying he's the best coach. But normally, he gets them pretty revved up for these matches. So I was kind of surprised to see them fall. And it kind of does suck that a team with such history and importance uh, in Greece is kind of just falling apart. But with that said, it could have been just a game. Let's see what happens this week. But it is exciting that Ofi got that victory. If you were a betting man, you would have won a lot of money over the weekend because Volos also took out Adi, one nothing. Another impressive victory for Volos, who has jumped into the Super League and said, you know what? We want to be here next season. We're going to fight to stay up. Pauk beating Panionio. The only reason why that was surprising is because towards the end, it looked like Pauk, again, started to fall apart. When it was 1-1, you thought, this might end as a tie. Pauks had this problem. They did it in the qualifiers, in the European games as well. They just, I don't know, they seem tense. They seem nervous at key points in the game. Ladisa losing to El Beko, That's a... Uh, a no-brainer. I mean, honestly, we're gonna talk about the VAR in a bit, but there could have been another two penalties called in Olbiaco's favor if it was done properly. But we'll we'll, we'll get that in a second. Atromitos and Lamia, the Lamia had ha, I think they have the the most exciting defensive team from all of these new contenders because they did this last year too. If you guys remember the upsets they were pulling in the Greek Cup, very good defensively. Now, granted, they dropped two goals. Over the last game to Atromitos, But Atromitos is not a pushover team. Uh, and in order to tie the game, that goal from Velios, that scissor kick that is probably going to be the goal of the season. We'll see what else comes out of the Greek League this year. But it was very, very exciting. It was a good goal. And the reason why this episode is called Greek Fire is because of the Ike game. Ike against Astera Tripoli. Now, yes, they won... Yes, it was to be expected. I mean, this team was uh, kind of hot coming back from Turkey, and they wanted the victory, though they got it in the 93rd minute with that last-minute uh, that last minute header goal by Simos to give them the victory. But that goal that put them ahead 2-1 in the game, the Livaya goal, the reason why this is good for the country, it's good for these, these moments, him scoring the goal, running to the away fans, because um, all of the Ajax supporters that came to support the team in Tripoli, taking off his shirt reminiscent of Demi Nicolaidi uh, jumping on the barrier, on the fence, you know, uh, his hands clearly going through the barbed wire as well, which was a little ridiculous. These moments, that fire in the Greek League, That's th- those are the kind of moments that when you were growing up, watching the Greek League, even though the teams weren't winning, you know, uh, in the Champions League, they weren't uh, European powerhouses, the fire that they had, all these teams, with their players, the the passion, you know, the will to survive, and the love that they had for the team, for that logo, that's what made you love these teams. That's what made people talk about them, yell about them in cafes. And I feel like that's been lacking in the last couple of years. It's been very lackluster. The league's uh, been very, I guess, low-key. And I prefer this. I like this. I like seeing people, especially the fact that he's not even Greek, just caring about the team and the passion, the fans, and you know, exploding like that. That's what I want. I want to see that from all... And Oli has players that do that too. Pauka obviously has some players that do that too, but not to that extent as we saw. That's what I want, though. I want that fire. Look, we have one team left in Europe. I don't think they're going to win the Champions League or the Europa League. However, seeing this kind of fire every weekend, plus you have these teams that nobody's expecting to do anything, capturing these little ties, these little victories, that's what's going to make the league exciting. That's what's going to make people tune into the sport. That's what's going to make people talk about the sport. And that's what's going to bring back people who kind of left Greek soccer a long time ago thinking, "Ah, it's, you know, it's fixed, it's the same old teams winning. It's garbage. It's not exciting." These are the moments that make it exciting. So I want to see more of that. I, I want to see these teams Volos. I want to see Ofi too. I want to see them do well. Uh obviously the historic teams, I'd love to see them do better and uh, you know, go further in the European rounds, but right now we're talking about the league. And for the league, I want to see this type of fire. I want to see these, these last-minute scissor-kick goals that tie the game. I want to see these game-leading goals that make someone rip a shirt off, take a yellow card, run, climb a fence, and stare at his fans. That's what I want to see. I want to see more of that stuff. That's pretty exciting to me. A little crazy, but God damn it, is it exciting. Now, since we're speaking of crazy, like we got to talk about this fucking VAR thing. Jesus. Look, I don't know I don't know what the hell's happening in the Greek League, but they they do not know how to use the VR. The VR, if you've seen it when it was used in the Champions League, when it was used in, on major footballing platforms, it'd be for rare instances, for goals, maybe you, you need to disallow a goal or you know something ha- you know, crucial moments of the game. Games in the Greek League now over the, over the weekend I was, I watched a couple of them and I just kept seeing them get stopped repeatedly. To verify anything from a shove to... It's just, that's not what the VR is for. People were nervous about putting VAR in soccer for this very reason. It would destabilize the game, right? It would ruin the momentum. Constant stoppages. And FIFA's whole thing was, well, no, it's for specific cases. We're not going to keep stopping it. And the Greek League seems to not have gotten that memo. They're stopping it for... Every, and it's not even being used properly. I mean, two a couple of instances that I saw. Um, one was where they did use it. So in, in the um, Astera-Tripolis uh, versus Ike game, they used it to review a play where one of the players on Tripolis team elbowed uh, Bakakis right in the face. So you think, all right, they're going for review. They're going to see him get elbowed. That guy's getting a yellow or red card. So they, they stopped the time... Stop the time. I mean, the time keeps going. They slowed the game down. They look at the review, right? They saw him get elbow in the face, and then the game just went on no card. So what was the point of stopping the game if after you see the elbow, you still won't call anything? Just let the game keep, keep going on. Keep playing. There's no reason. And also these VR decisions that I've been seeing in the Greek League, I've never seen this before in any other league, they'll stop the game, they'll consult via the earpiece, and the referee won't even go watch the play. He's not even looking at the fucking play. So he's letting other people dictate whether they deem it an offense or not. But the whole point of the VAR is so that the commander on the field, the referee, can review a play and see if, in fact, it justifies, you know, a card, a penalty, whatever the case is. That's the whole point. If you're letting some random guys in a truck, which is a third-party company, right, that does the VAR, determine the outcome of these decisions, then what's the point of having it? I was shocked over the weekend at how many times the referees would stop, consult, and have them just dictate. Yeah, I don't think it's a penalty. Yeah, I don't think it's a shove. At. It doesn't, whether it is or it isn't, regardless, whether the decision would have been different if the ref saw it, that doesn't matter. It could have been the same decision every time. They could have always agreed on it. The point is you have those so that the referee can review the play. Now, once in a while for a small play, you might be like, all right, I'm not going to waste too much time. What was it? Was he offside? Or was he not? Simple. But for plays of aggression, penalties, you know, s- things that are, a f- a, you know, a fraction, offside decisions, that kind of stuff. You need the referee, rev- or else there's no point in doing this. So I saw a lot of these. I even saw a like, g- not get away. Normally they get away with a lot, but penalties that should have been called that weren't. Uh, it goes both ways, though. I don't think it's a team that's being favored. I just think it's incompetence. I think it's incompetence, and it's going to slow down the game. And this is the season right now where it's looking. I mean, we're only two games in. Everything could collapse. You might go back to a three-team system. We'll see. But if it continues like this, this is an exciting season. This is when you want people tuning in. Another thing that bothers me, uh, I think it might bother a lot of people that watch Greek soccer outside of Greece, all the Greeks like me that live elsewhere, is these feeds, the feeds to watch the games. So just so we're all on the same page, in the... um. When the Italian League started, because the Italian League now has a lot of good deals. Um, they have a lot of streaming deals. They have a lot of broadcasting deals in North America and Australia and all these places. But when they started getting those, it wasn't because the Italian League was particularly good. The Italian League had a handful of teams that were doing well in Europe. And the other ones, much like in Greece, you know, they, they, they weren't that competitive within the league. There's teams that would consistently go up and down. Um, but the Italians that were all around the world wanted to watch their teams. Right, So they worked together, and they got these broadcasting deals. They made the league bigger. More and more people were aware of it. More and more people would adopt a team and watch it. Something that the Greek league has failed to realize. The amount of Greeks, just Greeks, that are outside of Greece that want to watch these games with an HD feed. Like if you're in Canada and you're going to get that uh, Odyssey feed or whatever it is, and you watch the games through that, then the games are, are being... Uh, given to you through a cell phone camera from 1999, right? It's, it's garbage. The quality is so shit. We have HD technology in Greece. They have in full HD these games. That's how it should be. The broadcasting rights need to be looked into because they're, they're losing, they're, they're not losing money, but they're leaving money on the table is what they're doing. And, and these other streaming services, you got to pay per game. It, none of it is ideal. None of it is ideal. But there's so many people out there, so many people that want to watch these games and the feeds are bad. The, it's just that's something that the, the Greek League doesn't get. They should look elsewhere to get more eyes on the league. Because I'm telling you, people like it. People like watching it, but it's not enjoyable if you're watching. Uh, you have an age. You have a 4K TV, and you're watching it in that little box right in the middle of your screen. They just put it as a square because they don't have the right uh, dimensions. Because the feed they're giving you is shit. It's not enjoyable. So that's the kind of stuff I think they need to work on, but they don't, I don't know, I think PAOK is doing their PAOK TV thing where they're doing, you know, their own subscription service to watch all their games. It's not a bad idea. If it works, I heard that there's a lot of problems with it. They don't really know what they're doing yet, but as long as it works, it's not a problem because you're paying for your team. More often than not, you want to watch just your team play. At least you get to catch every game. But, uh, you know, the flip to that is you want people out there watching the league You want them knowing what's happening. So you would expect the Greek League, you expect Nova also, you'd expect these people to get together and work out some kind of deal for at the very least Australia, United States and Canada where there's all these big Greek populations and then let it grow from there. HD feeds, they could watch the games live, Right, production value goes up a bit. People would pay. People would pay to get a decent stream. People flock to the local cafe here just to catch the game sometimes last minute because they think they're going to watch at home, and then the stream goes down, so they run to the coffee shop where you know my buddy has like six, seven streams ready for each game in case they drop off. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's my rant for the Greek League this week. Now, remember that the Greek national team is playing on Thursday. They're playing Finland. They're playing in Finland. New coach, new – I'm not going to say new team. Most of the players are kind of the same, but new feel to the team. They're saying that the climate in the locker room is pretty good. They're saying that these guys are ready to fight for it. We're going to see. We're going to see. I, I just hope they go unorganized because, like I said, this is a make-or-break game. They have to win, and they're right back in the running to get that second-place spot. They're right back in the running. They kind of take destiny into their own hands. We can be in charge of our own destiny with a win against Finland. And then Sunday, remember, there are no league games this weekend because the Euro 2020 qualifiers continue – over the weekend, we're playing Sunday, we're playing back in Greece, Liechtenstein, which uh, is it a real place? Who the fuck knows, really, but they have a team, I'll tell you that much, they got a goddamn team. So if you like this, uh, if you like this nonsense that I'm doing, uh, I want to bring in some more guests, actually I want to bring in guests, period, try to work my schedule towards that, I think it'll be fun to have some contrarian views. I, I think I'm going to have guests during the big derbies, people from opposing teams, just talking shit. I think that would be fun, like right, right, maybe before and after the game or something. Maybe that would be a little difficult. Maybe after the game just to discuss it and just have two people arguing. That might be fun. So go to panteliscomedy.com for all my comedy stuff. Head over to the Greek soccer show on YouTube if you want to sign up to this on YouTube. There's no video, so a lot of people don't see the need in doing it on YouTube. But some people, there's like 20 of you, 10 of you who want to listen to it on the YouTubes though I always recommend using the podcasting apps. It makes it much easier. Head over to mybookie.ag. Use the link in the description. It'll make it easy for you. If you're going to bet, might as well bet with mybookie. You bet, you win, and then you get paid. So thank you all for listening. That's the Greek Soccer Show for this week.